Disclaimer, the contents of this podcast do not constitute medical or professional advice. Do not reflect the, the opinions of the affiliates, promotional sponsors, and or advertising agencies. And only reflects the opinions of the members and guests. This podcast contains explicit content and offends everyone equally. VTSR expressly disclaims any and all liability relating to any action taken or not taken based on any or all contents of this podcast. You've been warned. Listen at your own risk. Main sponsors, Nostifiance Group, LLC, for all your training, consulting, and special operations solutions needs for military, law enforcement, and private clients. Uptown Autoglass, for all your glass needs located in Columbus, Georgia. Atax Camo, you won't even see them coming. Sing it with me. Take it away, JP. What's up? And he's gone. <laughs> uh, what's going on, boys? Same old, same old. Hey, uh, go ahead and take a screenshot there when you get a chance there, uh, Mr. Nate. Uh, we're going to need it. Uh, everything is going good. You know, the Rona 2020. Uh, everybody's doing Rona stuff. What, what, what you've been doing, Mike, besides working out, because I know Mike has been preparing for the tactical games. So actually the Rona 2020 was good for Mike. So oh, he can stay home and train. It yeah. was gr- it was great. It was great uh, for that to happen, that part of it. But yeah, nah, just been taking some online courses, uh, trying to be productive and put stuff in my kit bag for later. Awesome, bro. How about you, Nate? What you been up to besides you're no longer at the range? Well, okay. So where to start? Back in March, when he came back from when I saw you, uh, instantly went into 14 days lockdown, self-quarantine, because that's when the world kind of went, Bleh, we're grounded, um, you know, because we didn't get home when the streetlights came on. So at that point, did 14 days of isolation. Then when I was about to come out of my isolation, the rest of the world went into even more social distancing, which was delightful. And then... Uh, what else happened? It's been a blur, dude. Is it like actually uh, 11th days of, of quarantine and today is, is Fryman? I don't even know. So I'm no longer um, a high level authority at the range that I was working at. I kind of stepped away from that and said thank you to all the 1,200 members and said, you know what? I've got other projects I'm going to work on. You guys are good. You don't need me. And honestly, dude, since this is a show about being vulnerable and transitioning and stuff, working with people that are so set in their ways, even when they're absolutely, completely, utterly, disgustingly wrong is definitely, it was, it was like working in a sane asylum because you're looking at these people going, here's the book, here's the law, here's the guidelines why aren't we following him? Well, I'm a lawyer. I'm a doctor. I'm an usher. I'm a limo driver. I can 
say whatever I want for the range. It was make it was stressing me out, dude. Like it was honestly, um, I was looking at my heart rate and stuff. Whenever I get emails for it, it was completely, I would, I'd spike 30 beats per minute would just jump, just jump. And I'm sitting there going, why am I wasting my time? It's not a paid position or anything. So it wasn't like it was a career or, you know, there's somewhere to go with it. It was, it was an actual, um, disheartening, like stress. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I appreciate the, the time I did what I had to do here. I got them up to code, but I'm done. I'm not fighting with guys that are 20 years older than me that look down at me. Like I'm a kid. I'm 41 now. No, Nate, no, Nate, you messed up. You should have called me and Mike. We, we would have gone over there, knife hands out. I'm going to like, hey, listen, you old bastard. This oh, was going to happen right freaking now. Dude, legit. At one point during one of the meetings, this guy was, and he's a grown-ass man, and he was being so belligerent, and he was, he was looking at left and right and trying to, like, run the meeting his own way and everything. And I looked at him. I said, dude, look at me. Make eye contact with me. Let's discuss what needs to be done. Look at me. And I actually did this, right? The tunnel vision. He wrote a scathing email saying that I attacked him, that I assaulted him. And I was like, okay. Well, you do, you do look scary like a Sasquatch, though. Well, I, I, was, I was 12 meters away from him across the room when this happened. And I do look like a Sam Squanch. But the way he responded, I was like, you're not a grown-up. You're an immature, silly man. So I looked at it and I was like, you know what? I did what I said I was going to do during my term. I got everything done and accomplished in six months. So I said, you know what? I'm done. I've got other things that are more important. I've got friends that are dying that need help and support. The world is in conflict with itself, with the virus and everything. This is not fun for me anymore. I'm done. Well, I'm glad you're done because I know that took a lot of time that we can use for VTSR. I'm selfish, damn it. <laughs> well, it, it did take a lot of time. Like, honestly, took a lot of time and emotional energy out of me. And I was like, shit, this is crazy. And since I've stepped away from that, I've been able to spend more time focusing on my gym and stuff, uh, my, my, my personal fitness. I'm down to 250 finally, boys, you know, from 320. So, and, congrats. And, and the size and strength is still there. I'm just saying, you know, still I still got these guns they can't ban. So the fat, the fat hasn't shredded from the arms yet. Got it. Not from the yeah. ass either yet. Oh, que rico. But see, you know what's uh, so, funny, though? I just want to pause there because, unfortunately, and it's killing me that I can't be there for his rookie event because I owe him so much trash talk. So much trash talk for all his burpees, uh, all his sandbags. Oh, don't yes. worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll be there to do that for you. Just, I, I wanted to be his judge and run alongside him. One, one. One, one. <laughs> I would zone you out, kept going. Yeah, and then I give you FFIs you know all day long. You, you know what? He probably won't even hear me talking shit to him, but 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 I'll be there talking shit to him. I'll make sure I'll, I'm doing that. Though. No, I, awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull Nate and just talk trash and joke around the whole time. <laughs> I mean, that's really what you need to do. I mean, that's how yeah. you make it fun. Yeah. But, uh, so Nate, so uh, what you were talking about, you know, uh, this isolation and stuff. Uh, one of the things that I was focusing on, well, well, that, well, first of all, you, you said you said you lost weight. Remember, yes. shot show. I was one eighty three, one eighty five, one eighty. Now look at this beautiful, skinny, sexy face. My abs are out again because I I lost it for a long time. I couldn't find my abs. I look in my safe. I look in my, <laughs> I look in my drawer. I look in my garage, in my attic. 
I didn't know where I put my abs after I retired, but I found them again. <laughs> so nice. Wow, probably in your garage with everything else. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> so, if, you, if you haven't so seen anyways, JP's garage, it's packed full of gear, kids. It's and like else. every oh, episode, oh, episode of Hoarders I, combined from I, all 10 seasons. Actually, guys, I, I'm disappointing you right now because not anymore. All that was cleaned out uh, about, you about, got 100 pounds of trash, about 100 pounds of trash was taken out of oh. there. I mean, yeah, it was, yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah, you guys, you guys messed up. You should have asked me first. <laughs> so, no, uh, I'll send you photos so you can see all the shit I threw out. It was horrible. But anyways, uh, yeah, so besides that, uh, one of the things I was focusing on is I quickly realized, and it goes back to what the core of the show is, is I quickly realized there was a lot of people that were going crazy staying at home, mm. you know, I was receiving text messages like, I can't take this anymore. Like, dude, it's staying at home. That's not hard to do. You know, you can still go out and walk in the neighborhood, do exercise, go to the park. Yeah, I know, but this drives me crazy. I'm like, and the funny thing, those are the same people that stay at home all the time anyways. I'm like, dude, you're always at home. But now you're freaking out because you're told to stay at home, you know? But with that said, you know, and, and, and I think I made a post about this, trying to raise awareness for uh, the Special Forces Foundation, was that, uh, that 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 is the time for everybody to start reaching out to their bodies, you know, because I, I, I know- Send up I, account. I mean, yeah, I, I know I don't need to be around people all the time. I actually like to be away from people, but there are others that actually like to be around people in order to, you know, that's their safe zone. Their friends are their safe zone. They need to be around them. They, they need to be talking to them. They need to be know that, you know, I know people that go to Charlie Mice all the time. And if they don't go to Charlie Mice, they'll freak, they'll freak the hell out. Right. So if, if that's their niche and you know, they need to be around their friends, then, then we need to reach out to them and let them know, Hey, listen, we're not there physically, but you can call me. There's FaceTime, there's Zoom, there's, all kind of things that we can do and still be there for our friends when they need us. Yeah. And on that note, um, I, cause we're all in a lot of veterans groups. Uh, Mike's actually gonna go check on somebody right now. It looks like, so, uh, sending <laughs> my up dogs the count, are whining. So. Oh, okay. Sending up the count. Um, like I've been invited to so many zoom meetings and so many groups and stuff because the videos I do with Bob, I've had people actually go, Nate, do you, do you actually like hear him? Does Bob really speak to you? <laughs> um, well, guess, well, guess what he does? You yeah. Just, you just, yeah, he does. Um, Coco, Coco speaks to me all the time. Okay, Bob is, is a, a punching dummy. Coco is a person, so there's a difference. Oh, he considered Coco a person. You're amazing, Nate. Well, he is. So, um, the isolation, the trick to isolation is to pretend you're playing hooky from school. Remember those days where you're like, haha, I'm getting away with something? Feel like you're getting away with something. Be naughty. Stay dirty. Oh, but that's what I do. I just be naughty. No, okay, that's not part of this discussion. That, that's we'll a different about, show. That, that's our yeah, that's that, our fans only. That yeah. that's for question and answer Wednesday. <laughs> 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 Anyways. So yeah, uh, and like, like I said, this this Rona thing is 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 driving everybody crazy. 
I, I'm working a contract right now, actually, at Fort Benning. And, uh, and uh, when, when you go outside, there's people like at Walmart trying to fight over staying on the line. And then the funny thing is, you know, they got this, this signs on the, on, the, on the ground, you know, saying six feet apart, social distancing, right? People still can't follow instructions. They're halfway in between one of those and the next person. I'm like, dude, they even marked it for you. Or arrows. On the right there. Have you noticed that nobody can follow the arrows of the grocery stores? So what I like to do is nobody's in the aisle and the, the arrow's pointing this way. I back into the aisle until <laughs> I want, and then I go back forward. And there was this, there's always those people that like just start walking down it. So I just kind of like man spread in the middle of the aisle so they can't go past me and they start coming towards me. And I'm like, <coughs> and then they panic and run away. It's perfect. I'm an asshole. It's all good. Well, you know, I, I went, I went to the store here and Javi, you know, Javi from Uptown Auto Glass for all your glass needs. Located in Columbus. There we go. So Javi, uh, he's laughing because I'm standing in line. I'm about to pay. And this guy just stands right behind me like, I looked at him and I go like, I go like this and I push my hand out and he was like, yo, I'm like, dude, if I can touch you, you're too close to me. And that was even before social distancing. And I'm like, they even marked it right there for you, dude, right fucking there. And the guy looked at me, he's like, okay. And Javi goes like, did you take your pills? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I took my pills. it doesn't matter. There's a sign right there, stand yeah. over there. Don't be over me. It's like, you don't need to see, you know, my, my credit card information or what did I buy or not buy. Just move the hell back there. And that was even, even before social distancing. That's just being polite to other people and not being their space, you know? Yeah. Woo! Anyways. Now it's, so, just a, now it's just another excuse to tell them to get away. Stranger danger. <laughs> this whole corona actually is helping people maintain distance, which is great which is it's great personal it is. space it's, really, it's it's helping people reestablish those personal boundaries instead of letting us be taken advantage of you know leaving positions that we don't like keeping people at you know double arms length that's it's perfect anyways so guys we've been trying to get uh some amazing people in our podcast for a while but you know, one of the guests is always busy doing the mom stuff, you know, and, and. <laughs> so we settled for these two today. Yeah, so we settled <laughs> for these two. So wow. today, today we're going to be bringing our guests, uh, is going to be Sydney and Kristen from the Special Force Foundation. And uh, I, I got a whole thing written here about the Special Force Foundation, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let them talk about it. That way uh, they'll give us the correct information and not the Spanglish version, right? So without further ado, uh, here is Sydney. Uh, Sydney, can you... Hey! Sydney, can you tell us... Um, just tell us a little bit about you first. Um, well, I am the Director of Operations and the CFO for the organization. I've been with the foundation since June, July of 2018. I'm the daughter of a Green Bray. I am married to a Green Bray. Um, clearly, I, I must have a type here. <laughs> um, but I always said I would never marry into the military, and then I married like an exact replica of my dad. But it's <laughs> they're both good men. They're both well. Good. Lay down on the couch and let's uh, take out the notebook and delve deeper into those issues at a later right? time. Right? There's got to be something underlying there. 
Um, but we're uh, stationed out here at 10th Group of Fort Carson, which is where the foundation um, was founded. So it's kind of a perfect fit for us. Um, we're kind of surviving during this quarantine and this weird time of life where I actually get to see my husband's face 24 seven. Um, that hasn't happened in a long time. So I'm very thankful for it. But, are you thankful or are you like, damn it, I asked for this now, how do I get rid of it? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm thankful. I mean, he spent two years gone. So I think in 2018, um, I only saw him for six weeks and that wasn't even consecutive. So we have three kids. We have three daughters, um, six, five, and three. So it's nice to have him home. We just bought a house out in the mountains and we're kind of building our little homestead out here. So it's been pretty great. I'll take it. I'll take it. But I'm, he'll go back to work eventually and then life will resume as normal. <laughs> As it should. <laughs> oh, man. I don't have to make so many sandwiches, okay? Oh! <laughs> I told you earlier, I'm working on, I'm perfecting my skills over here. You know, I got a lot of time on my hands. That is amazing. Sydney, and can you tell us, so tell us a little bit about the, the foundation. What, what, you know, what, what is the foundation about? So the foundation was started by an active duty Green Beret. We are run and always will be run by an active duty Green Beret. Um, our executive director is a 10th Group Sergeant Major here, um, Ignacio Garza. He started this organization uh, when he saw his buddies needing help and they weren't getting the help that they needed. There's a lot of wonderful organizations out there. Everybody does great work. There's just always and there always will be some gaps that need to be filled. And so he created this organization to fill those gaps. Um, we are here to provide support um, for any Green Beret across the board, um, their families, no matter. We don't, have, um, we don't have a stronghold of, it can only be this thing. We kind of cover and fill in the gaps across the board for everyone. Okay, so when you said for every Green Beret, uh, that does include you know, active duty and retirees, Yep. If you earn that beret, you qualify for support. Um, we help just as many guys who have been out for 15 years um, as we do guys that have been in for five. Oh, that's amazing. Yep. Thank you so much for doing that for, for all of our friends. Oh, thank you. No problem. We love it. It's what we're here for. Now, so you're saying that you help in all kinds of different stuff. So what are the most common requests or assistance that you guys get from family members or Green Berets across the board? So before we geared up for these rough deployments that we've had in the last couple of years, the most requested support that came in was honestly for substance abuse. For guys that had a terrible transition when they got out, and they could no longer, they could no longer cope. Um, so originally it was getting guys help, you know, 30 day treatment programs or longer. Um, now, because of sadly, you know, the casualties we've had in the last few years, there is no one specific. We covered flights for families to fly in from Italy to be with their Green Beret son who is going through his second cancer surgery at Walter Reed, or parents to fly in to meet the bodies of their, of their children, or spouses to fly and meet their, their lost ones. But so they wouldn't have to fly alone. We would fly their best friends in to go with them. So they wouldn't have to go to Hawaii and greet their husband alone. Um, 
covering utilities and bills. You know, a lot of times when tragedy hits, there's a lot that happens at once. You know, funerals aren't always 100% covered. And so we're there to fill in those gaps. You know, you'd be surprised how many times, you know, we get requested, you know, we've had to have a funeral, but we were only allotted this much money and funerals were very expensive. So covering those gaps, it kind of just weighs across. Um, treadmills for guys who've been shot in the head and can no longer function, but they need to get a specific amount of exercise a day, but their heart rate can't go over a certain level. So figuring out what they need, getting that for them. Um, it's kind of a, a very big, broad spectrum at this point. I like it. I, and I think we covered this in the past, uh, uh, in the podcast, but uh, I think we, we agreed that all three of us, Nate, you know, Mike, myself, we, we all can relate a little bit to what you talk about, the substance abuse, right? I'm not substance when, I, when it comes to alcohol, because uh, I, do, I don't do drugs, not hard drugs at least. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I don't do drugs. But, but alcohol, I think we, we, all, we all experienced that at some point, maybe not necessarily to the point where, where we were just like, you know, dragging ourselves down the street, but anything like that. But, but we, we drank more than we should have, I think, at some point. Right, Mike? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Quarantine's oh, yeah. been fun for that. And Floridians are alcoholics, so liquor stores were essential. <laughs> yeah, same here. Our liquor stores got record sales over the last two months. You know, so it's, it's, uh, it's a substance that everybody uses. And I know back when I was transitioning, I was at a bottle of tequila, like we said in the previous shows, almost every, every day for a while. And, uh, you know, like we were saying in the, earlier in the show, for me, I've, and this is kind of a, a weird tangent, but it touches back to what you said about buying uh, gear for the troops and, and helping them out, is I purchased a treadmill in the last couple, in the last month, and um, you have all the spare time on your hands, which is what happens when you transition. So basically right now, the world's going through an experience of what it is like to transition. You're, you're doing stuff, you're doing stuff, you're doing stuff, and all of a sudden, you've got fuck all to do. Um, so what do you do at that time? And, uh, the substances and stuff helps pass the time and keep the brain, you know, in some sort of routine. So what I did is I got a, a treadmill, you know, piece together a home gym and I'm like, I still have all this energy and this anxiety that hasn't been sp uh, spent. So I get on the treadmill and I play my video games while I'm on the treadmill and I average about a 10 miles a day now. And my brain disconnects, you know, it's, I don't have an addictive personality. I have a dick of a personality. So for me, <laughs> getting on that treadmill, it's not replacing um, one addiction for another. It's expelling that energy that's built up and, and helping that release. And when you said that you buy fitness equipment for, for the troops, that, that, if I can quantify it, explains what that means. Because if you don't understand what it, what it feels like to go through all this stuff and you hear that this organization's buying treadmills and ellipticals and, you know, Ooh, look at them getting their exercise bikes, whatever. That is why, that is why it's necessary because it helps. Like I, my resting heart rate has gone down, um, you know, like I said earlier, 30 beats a minute, um, which is a huge drop. And that that's going to help keep me alive, hopefully a little bit longer than, you know, five more years. Right. So and then that is huge. And we have so many guys that come back and they don't, like you were talking about, they don't have anywhere or know how to 
adjust to this new life that they have and where to focus that built up energy and fitness is a huge part of that. Um, and it's, you know, not just that we have gold star spouses. We're, we're heavy in our gold star spouse support and watching, you know, those women, you know, find their ability to, to exercise again and, um, go on walks in memory of their husband every day or get on the treadmill and run every day. It's not just an important tool and feature for our guys, but for our gold star spouses too. You know, most of these women have children and their life has just been torn to pieces. And to get that one thing, that one constant that they'll have every single day is huge. You know, to get that one constant, I know I'm going to go outside today. I'm going to walk for my husband, or I'm going to go on this treadmill. I'm going to run for my husband. And then their kids see that. And it just that trickle down effect. Yeah. That example that, that lead, lead, lead by example. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you, Sid, if you're gonna walk today, can you please walk for me? Because I don't feel like walking. I will walk for you to my kitchen. Right. It sounds like he's losing. <laughs> he, he's misplaced his abs again. If he's getting you to walk for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, so so, uh, Sydney, you will say that uh, uh, transition programs are are a big a big concern right now. It's huge. Um, I didn't realize. You know, when, when I, my dad got out of the military, he was in for 36 years. Okay. My dad is an original. He is Vietnam Green Beret. Just got out when I graduated high school. Um, and now he lives on a boat in the Turks and Caicos. He's a doctor and he doesn't leave his boat. He goes to the hospital and works and goes home. He lives in his isolation that he loves and it's perfect for him. But once I started working with the foundation and I started noticing all of these guys that kind of get out and they have no plan and they don't, they don't know what to do with their lives or their families. Um, that has been a huge passion of our executive director because I mean, he's been in forever too. You know, he's coming up on 20 years. He's seen it all as well. Um, getting the transition program set up and started before, way before they get out is going to be detrimental in their mental health and their success when they do get out for themselves personally and their families. You know, it's, 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 it's crazy because with all of these programs that are right now, and we still have guys going through all those issues, mm-hmm. I, I can't even begin to imagine back during Vietnam and all that. They didn't have any of that stuff. They had to deal with that stuff all by themselves. No, they had no yeah. help. No, none. And that's why so many of them just ran off into the woods to live in isolation and everything. And it's sad. Yep. Uh, another question for you, Sydney. Uh, is JP sexy? <laughs> I mean, when they giggle like that, it means no, bro. That's that's what that means. I learned that the hard way too. Handsome. So so you see, the funny thing is, I added that to the questions, and and uh, and Kristen, when she edited everything, she saw it. Uh, and of course, I sent some questions in advance to Sydney, but I didn't send that one because I wanted to see her face when I asked. <laughs> you were very she exactly the same way I expected it, so it was great. <laughs> Especially when you call me woman. You know, you're woman. Woman. Say, say that again. Say that again. When you call me woman. <laughs> woman, hear me roar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God! So, uh Continuing to talk about the foundation, let's jump to Miss Kristen over there that she is hiding over there, quiet. But uh, 
So, Kristen, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself before I jump in some of the... I lost your audio, JP. That's okay. I'll, I'll pick it up from here. I'm used to carrying his, his workload. <laughs> so at this point, can you introduce who you are and how you got involved with the foundation? Sure. Uh, so I own ODA Technical and Apparel, and we partner with Special Forces Foundation. And I have, within the past year, become the director of special events for them. And what does that role entail for you? So on the flip side of the support is raising it. And we do that through uh, our events. And so we have all kinds of like outings, golf outings and runs and fundraisers, that sort of thing. So uh, one of the big events that was coming up and uh, we, we, the run I messed it up uh, was the Ronald P. Uh, Book uh, uh, Award Ceremony, uh, which this guy right here was to, supposed to MC, but it got all canceled. Can you tell us more about what the the ceremony, what the award ceremony was for, uh, who was involved, who was not involved, honorees and things like that? I will, but can you say Rona one more time? I love the way it just rolls off your tongue, JP. <laughs> Rona. Rona. <laughs> but yes, I, <laughs> so I, if I can backtrack a little bit, we have a partner, or not a, a relationship, with the Manzo family. Uh, they own the Brownstone Restaurant in Patterson, New Jersey, and they held a fundraiser for us in, in conjunction with Tito's Vodka last year in October, and it was such a success, and they were so generous. They offered their venue once again to us. So uh, one of our colleagues that Cindy and I work with, Nick Merrick, came up with the, you know, brainstormed, came up with this award ceremony. We wanted to honor a green, a green Beret, but we also, given the proximity of the Brownstone to New York, thought it would be appropriate to also include uh, a first responder. So in our research, we came uh, to know Ronald P. Buka and his story, and he was a badass. He was one of, he was not only a Green Beret, he was a fire marshal, of New York City and killed on 9-11 rescuing victims. He was, uh, at fire marshals we've learned are not given protective wear because they usually investigate the incident after the fact, but it made no difference to him. He went in and I, I believe it was the 72nd floor he uh, ran up to saving victims. So in that spirit, we are honoring two men. We are honoring Bernard Carrick, who was the 40th police commissioner of New York uh, city during 9-11 and he not only was police commissioner he worked private security in the Middle East and as an army veteran and also sergeant first class uh, Richard Stasekol who is a Green Beret and also was instrumental in effecting change to the Ferris Doctrine which affects our veterans because he was badly misdiagnosed by the VA with pneumonia when in fact he had lung cancer. All right, and I know, uh, uh, Kristen, that of course everything had to be canceled because of the Rona. Uh, but uh, the uh, are there any tentative dates or time frame where we're looking at doing this event again? Yes, we just came to that, and it will be rescheduled for Veterans Day, November eleventh, twenty twenty, at the Brownstone Restaurant in Patterson, New Jersey. Nice. Uh, so yeah, Carla already added it to my calendar, so I guess yeah. I gotta be there, huh? You kind of did. 
you kind of do. Because you are sexy, and uh, that is the main reason why we chose you as MC. Anyways, the the uh, stop inflating his ego, please. <laughs> hey, it's it's like watching a, a chihuahua get fed a bunch of roids. <laughs> it's all about optics. We gotta have some eye candy there. I can be there. You are more than welcome to join. See, they didn't say no. <laughs> so, uh, so we got a new date now for everybody who's listening. And can they speak? Can uh, whoever wants to support or buy buy tickets or be a sponsor or anything like that? Can they still go to the website and do that, or or is that not available right now? Yeah, we're um, we're going to be updating all of the dates and the times and everything, and everything will be relaunched. We'll have you know a new relaunch of the of the web page for it. It'll, but it'll mark your calendars. Mark your calendars. Mark it. Okay, so so I'll make sure uh, that whenever you guys do that, please let us know that way we can post it in the B, uh, BTSR uh, uh, social media, and then I'll, I'll of course I'll do it on mine. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, that'll be great if, if we get that information from you guys once the website relaunch. But now we know it's Veterans Day, so everybody listening out there, Veterans Day, mark your calendars and come and hang out with us for a little bit. Uh, what else do we got here? What else do we got? You know what, JP? And, oh, can I add? Yes. Can I add a few things? Can uh, I no. Add so the, no, yes, you can. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, you know, like everybody else, their schedules have been changed because of the Rona. Uh, but, and we were fortunate enough to ha be the beneficiary of Sturgill Simpson's tour, which has been obviously canceled. But he is uh, doing a virtual fundraiser through shopsturgillsimpson.com, where he's raising awareness and selling some, some gear and some, some fun stuff that people can take advantage of. We also have a virtual run coming up in June. And we're going to be, I, my company is going to be releasing a shirt that's going to uh, go to the foundation. And then we have a golf outing in September at the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs. And then obviously we final out the year with the Horse Soldier Awards dinner. But I would be remiss if I didn't get all that in there. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no, that, that is perfect. That, hey, this is your show. Anything you guys want to add in there, that's, well, that's why we're doing this. People can always text SFF to 911. Nine one nine nine. Nine one nine nine. I'm sorry. Nine one. I was, I was nine, gonna no, say nine one one. Please, please, no, no. Help me! Help me! Nine one one. We need SF guys. QRF. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but thank you for giving us the platform to discuss. You know what we do at the foundation and how we raise support because it's it's you know it's paramount when when you see what these families go through and these men. It's it, it does mean a lot to be able to come forward on your guys's platform. Um, you know, our platform is ever growing and you guys are a part of that. You know, all of you guys are helping with that. Um, and we want the word to get out. We want these guys and their families to hear who we are. Um, especially the ones that are coming up on that time to get out. Um, our transition program, not, I want to go back and touch base on that a little bit more is huge. Um, it, it starts with ensuring the physical, the mental, and their family health of the Green Beret before we move forward with anything else. And then from that point on, we make sure we get their VA packet right. And we get everything that they need and deserve through the VA before they get out. And we get their packet squared away. Everything is evaluated and reevaluated and marked and checked for them. 
And then from that point on, we have this ability to help narrow down a meaningful like career path for them and really talk to them and figure out what, what career path is going to help for you, but also your family. Um, I attended a conference a couple of years ago in Tampa for the Care Coalition. One of the panels that spoke was about the transition program. And one of the guys got up there and shared his story. He chose a job, states away from where they lived, moved his family to the middle of nowhere and almost lost his marriage and his family. You know, because he, he made this jump decision that he thought was going to make him happy and his family happy, and, and it didn't. So we, we kind of try to get to them before that phase and figure that out. And then with our connections and our resources, you know, we're, we're building and we're building our, our database of Green Berets all over in their networks. Okay, we have a Green Beret getting ready to get out. He wants to do IT. He wants to do IT work. Okay, well, where in the country would you like to live? Well, let's look, what Green Berets do we have in the IT world that live in that area? And we start to kind of bring back in the camaraderie and the team aspect after, because a lot of guys miss that when they get out. You know, they, they kind of get out and they, they move on and they're lost. They don't have that, that connection anymore. So we kind of try to help rebuild that with them. So having this platform of, of you gentlemen and everyone that this will reach, you know, we're hoping that that the message gets out there, come to us and let us help you before, you know, we write resumes um, for all of our guys. We'll cover all of your resume costs. We'll help you get the interview. We will fly you to your interviews. If you don't have a suit, let's get you dressed nice. Let's get you prepared for this interview um, and get you off on the right foot from the beginning. And that's been a huge, huge goal of our director, our executive director. He's just been honing this in over the last couple of years. Okay. What's been going on with my guys that are getting out? And this is not okay. This should not have happened this way. Let's, let's figure that out as a team and kind of keep the, the camaraderie and the team aspect together as a, as a whole, even after you guys get out. You know, I kind of like that. We'll fly you to your interview, get you a suit and things like that. You know, I don't think I ever heard that before. So that's pretty cool. How many guys get out and they don't have the, you know, the proper attire when, or a suit that they bought 15 years ago that no longer fits? I spent yeah. three years with only owning PT gear and a uniform. You know, yeah. I had nothing right. else. Yeah. The last thing on your mind should be, how am I going to get there and what am I going to wear? That's the last thing you should wear. Well, and I think too, this touches on, you know, we don't just provide like casualty assistance and acute, acute support. It, it's we have a relationship and that's very important to us to kind of continue in that and to establish that with the men and their families. I like yeah, it. So you have a very robust uh, services that you can help facilitate their, their transition. Yeah. We don't say no to much. Um, and the foundation, not the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The foundation does not say no to much. Um, our goal is to Unless it's JP, then we pimp him out. <laughs> smile, smile, look pretty JP, please. You two, you two, no, you think she's joking. She's not joking. <laughs> like every time, every time somebody goes like, hey, we need an idea. We need to do this. All that's JP. Oh, Chris, that's always yeah. the first thing I put in his mouth. I'll get JP hey, to do it. Okay. Hey, we need somebody to date. We need somebody to date a moose, JP. We need somebody to date an alien, JP. And I'm like, hey, hey, whoa, I got limits here. All right. <laughs> He's got oranges to sell on the side of the highway. Come on now. <laughs> hey, I got, I need my time to be able to stand in Home Depot and get some work done. All right. So. 
Come, hold your horses down. Hey, I need a garage built. You gonna come out and help me? I need a garage <laughs> built on my property over here. Yeah, I, well, as soon as the Rona let me fly. As soon as the Rona. The Rona. <laughs> he uh, comes see the woman. Yeah, he comes see his woman. <laughs> I gotta go and see my woman. Yes. Uh, hey, Mike, uh, you got anything to add? Any questions for the ladies? Nah, not really. I'm always usually on just for the just for the ride. But it, I mean, I've learned a lot. Uh, I mean, obviously, I've heard of the Special Forces Foundation, but you know, and that they approach things a little bit differently than other organizations that we're more commonly aware of. Um, but that, that's pretty neat because heck, once I'm done with my classes, I might reach out and see what you guys got for IT and oh, Panhandle. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely reach out. All right. Yeah, and uh, and I and think that Kristen's always awesome. So I mean. Thank Can't you. say much. Oh. She's all right. She's all right. Yeah, <laughs> But uh, uh, the uh, one thing that I that I that I have noticed, you know, uh, going around and talking to people, talking about transition to try to, you know, bring more more structure to our to our podcast is that uh, a lot of a lot of guys are making this big mistake. It's like they know they're going to retire, let's say three years from now, but they're so used to the pay, right? The, I'm getting paid this amount. My wife is getting paid this amount. They're not thinking about three years from now that their, their paid is about to get cut, you know, because they're about to retire. Right. And they still purchasing stuff all the way until the last minute. They're buying cars or buying new houses. All of a sudden they get out and they go in desperation mode, trying to get a job that pays, you know, twice what they were getting paid before to try to compensate for that. And uh, so what, what I, I try to tell guys is, hey, listen, plan ahead. You know you're going to get out. Make sure that your VA and your retirement can cover all your costs. And then after that, you focus on getting a job that you're going to have because you want to and you want additional uh, a source of income, but that you don't need to. You know, you, you're doing it because you, want, you don't want to be bored and you want to be productive. But if, if something yeah. So his speaking spell kicked in there. So cover your costs. That's that's why we want guys to come to us two years out. So you have your window of when you are you know you're gonna get out, you can drop your packet, you have two years. Come to us two years before because that gives us enough time to get if you say you want to go in and do IT work and you need to take courses. Okay, so we're gonna make sure we get you covered and we get you into your IT courses. So we get that taken care of before you get out. We start your VA packet because that's, that's not a slow process. You know, that takes six months or more to build out a proper VA packet to ensure that you're getting 100% disability when you get out um, or 100% VA benefits. We need that time. And then with that, we also have a financial advisor that sits down with you and helps break down your two year and on goal of don't go out buying, you know, $500,000 houses right now. Don't go out and buy that BMW right now that you absolutely wanted because you're getting out. Here's my retirement gift to myself. Let's kind of, let's plan this out in an effective manner. So when you do get out, you are working for pleasure, not because you have to um, go out and work. And we have so many guys that have not come to us fast enough and they don't realize that if you don't have your VA stuff squared away early enough, when you get out, your pay stops and there is a break in between when their VA benefits kick in. 
and their retirement kicks in. And so we've had multiple people come forth and we've gladly helped them, but this could have been taken care of sooner. You know, we could have told you that you're going to go a month with or two without pay because you didn't get in the paperwork. So there's a lapse, um, things like that. So I totally agree, you know, having that ability to plan out soon enough. And that's why we want everybody to come to us two years out. Now, something I want to mention, um, because the mindset of these guys that you want to come see you in, you know, two years prior, a lot of them are kind of in denial that they're actually going to get out. JP, wake up. Right. Yep. Oh. Hey, Hey, you stand up. I was, so, I was looking at a message. <laughs> so their, their mindset is this is not going to end. I'm not going to get out. I'm doing this forever. I'm in go mode. I'm in fifth gear. I'm just going. And that's kind of what happened to me and some, some friends similar is we're at this high level of, of alertness and readiness and functionality and just go, 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 go. And then all of a sudden this train's stopping the, the, the station's there. There's the bus stop. There's the end of the line. There's the end of the tracks or whatever. And you're like, Holy shit, we're already here. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it, it, it's really challenging to kind of look forward and kind of step past the, the, um, the process that you're in right there and think about the end of this amazing experience and lifestyle that you have and, and realizing that, you know, you're vulnerable, that life is going to change in a drastic way. And that this, this, you're not going to be young forever and you're not going to be, I can can understand that. You know, my dad was like that. I think that's why my dad was in for 36 years. He just, he just couldn't. (laughs) Oh, just couldn't stop. Like in my mind, I was like, someday I'm just going to jump out the back of the, the plane and the, the atmosphere is just going to absorb me. And that's the end of it. I don't have to worry about anything else. You know, I'll, 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 I'll be that crusty old, you know, Sergeant major or Colonel and just be done and dissipate. But that's not how it actually happens. Yeah. <laughs> is there, what do you think um, hindsight looking back, what do you think we could do as a community, as a foundation, just as a whole to reach these guys sooner? So, yeah, that, 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 that's a well, that's a that's a tough one. I mean, write from, it out, write it out, and get back to me because we we need the opinions of the guys. Yeah, no, let Mike go on this one. He's yeah, got some go, thoughts. Go, Mike. Uh, it, it's 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 real tough because I wasn't too thrilled with the SFL tap uh, process when I got out. That's another. If you can get something in there just for us Green Berets when we go through that process, make sure there's something that explains what's going on. It's really getting the word out. I mean, getting out and just talking to the S threes or somebody you know, start majors and put together a time when you got like, especially when we, uh, especially when we come back from a deployment, we have to do all these, uh, take all these classes to, to reintegrate. You can sneak into some of those and, you know, say a piece or two, but. Yeah. That's what they're building out right now here. Um, our executive director, when he does eventually, I think move on from active, I think he's going to really spearhead putting together that, that program. Awesome. That, that would be perfect. Uh, another thing real quick before we start wrapping up is uh, that, that I heard from other people is like, hey, JP, the, the biggest problem I, I had when I got out was that I was getting out and I focused on the money, right? They go like, all I was thinking is like, I'm getting out and a badass Green Beret with all this experience. I got all these courses and I'm going to start looking for these $250,000 jobs, you know, $300,000 jobs that are out there, right? 
So they focused on the money because they were trying to live big. And they said, I failed to do a few things. One, not consult what I wanted to do with my family. Right exactly. that, that was the first one. So they decided to take on, on these jobs and these contracts, not consulting with their families. And then they're like, my, 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 my marriage endured all this time while I was in the military, but it failed after I got out because I, I, I made a decision to move, to take this job, to do this without consulting with the family, right? So it needs to be something together uh, and it can't be about money because if you do it about money, you're gonna quickly find out that money don't make you happy. Even though that people rather cry in a Ferrari, but uh, <laughs> money don't make you happy, right? Exactly. Uh, so I agree. I, I know guys right now that they spend more time overseas right now than when they were in the military because they're they're chasing that contract money. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna do it for five years. You know, we hear that a lot. I'm I just I'm gonna do a contract for five years, you know, just to, to build up that that cash flow in that bank account. Well, you know, eight years in they're still doing it. It, it never works out that way. <laughs> yeah, eight years in they're still doing it. Because I know my husband see, says the same thing. He's like, I'm, I'm just, I'll go contract money out for a couple of years, just for a couple. The more they see money, the more they want, more, the more they want. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and it, it's just, it's, I guess it's human nature, but um, yeah. So a, uh, we really appreciate you guys coming on the show. I know it took a while okay. to get you guys here. It took a while for us to be able to do another show as well. I mean, uh, Mike has been busy. Nate has been busy. I've been busy. So uh, we're really happy to get another show out there, to get more information out there to everyone. Uh, uh, Nate, do you have any alibis, anything you want to throw out there? Alibis? I have alibis for days. So whatever crime you've committed, we can, we can got, we got you covered. Yeah, we got you Mike, covered. do you have anything? Because I know you got to go soon. No, I mean, uh, it, was, it was really great meeting you, Sydney. Uh, and it's always great seeing you, Kristen. Uh, but learned, I mean, learned a, lot, a little bit more about the foundation, and uh, I'll definitely be helping put the word out. Awesome. Thank you. Nate, Thank I do you. got something for you, Nate. Uh, can you give us a one and a half minute real quick down and dirty of what the Battle Body Three Gun competition is going to be about that Lima Charlie sponsors? Okay. Here we go. Ready? Somebody answer go. that damn phone, though. Sorry. <laughs> one minute. <It> so. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we in church, girl. Yeah. It was my Every computer. Hey, this is my time, okay? I'm the pretty one now. So with, uh, with Lima Charlie, we have partnered up with them. Mike and I met them in Florida um, almost, well, a year ago in, in the fall. Time has no meaning anymore. It's arbitrary. So we've partnered up with Lima Charlie. JP, Mike, and I actually have shirts through their signature line. Mike's is it's something I'm working on still. As, as do I. Huh? Yeah. So um, Lima Charlie Clothing Company is partnered up with, with uh, VTSR and also with Mike JP and myself as we are helping them launch the Battle Buddy Three Gun Competitive Series whenever Corona Rona ends. And the intent of that is for disabled veterans or persons with disabilities to be able to get into the sporting world of three gun shooting. That's fantastic. And yep. And Mike, JP and I are going to be uh, the voices 
That's right. The voices of Battle Buddy Three Gun. All the smooth <laughs> sounds of the pew pew coming from wheelchairs and able bodied shooters of all shapes and sizes. And it's going to be a hoot. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the wheelchair rolling. <laughs> exactly. And the cool thing is, is that we will actually be demoing, uh, since we're the media guys, we get to be a little bit goofy with it, but we also will be validating each and every battle from wheelchairs and competing against each other. So um, it will kind of finally level the playing field for the two short guys on the team uh, on the same level with me. So is, finally, is they'll have a chance. A What's Nate, that? Is it going to be a traveling uh, thing? Or yes, is it, it is. Be- so right now, uh, I'm, we're, we're working with the executive because it's actually a foundation and stuff. The disabled, if I say this wrong, JP, correct me. It's the Disabled Veterans of America. No? no? Disabled America, uh, dis, dis, the DAV, the Disabled, uh, <laughs> disabled Amer- Amer- Veterans. Oh, my God. Yeah. Between the two of us, we'll still fuck it up. So we're partnered with them and we've already been asked to do this at 16 states next year. Wow. So 16 events with this partnership. So we'll be looking to bring in special forces, uh, foundation, uh, members that are, you know, wanting to compete and stuff and partnering up. So that is our big, uh, push is this activity because it will be able to bring absolutely everybody in our ecosystem of support together and build build the awareness directly to those that need it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to remind everyone that that was a Nate minute and a half uh, explanation, even though that it really took four minutes. But <laughs> I kept getting interrupted. Well, yeah, I did, I did ask you a question. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll so, get back to making Sammy's. Exactly. So if you want to uh, know more, check out Battle Buddy Three Gun on the Instagram. The website and more information will be coming through, but VTSR is the official uh, media director for the event. All right. And with that said, we're going to have to shut it down here, people. We're running over our time limit. Our, our producer is saying, cut it, cut it, cut it. So uh, where is our producer? But anyways, no, we, hey, everyone, thank you so much, Sydney, thank Kristen. You. Thank you so much for uh, being here with us. Uh, Thank Nate, you, um, oh, no problem. Uh, Nate and Mike, it was great seeing you guys again. Uh, we need to get together sometime soon. And remember, for everybody out there, no matter what do you do, no matter what you're going through, do not cash out. Take us out, Nate. You've been listening to the sweet, smooth sounds of JP, Mike, and Nate here on VTSR. Today's special guest was the Special Forces Foundation. Check them out. They've got some amazing things to help people transition. So if you're a special operator and you're looking to get out of the military or surprise, it's time to leave, they've got some help for you. Thank you to our main sponsors, Nost Finance Group, LLC, Uptown Auto Glass, and ATAX Scanner. Oh, He said, I do. Gonna go protect this land. This song is for you. Young girl. Could have been anything in the world, but she chose to serve. Gave her life such a sacrifice. This song is for